What's up out there? It's Friday, September... No, no. It's October 3rd, 2014, and you're listening to Japan Next Rock and Metal Pandemonium on Montclair State University's WMSC 90.3 radio station. It's College Radio Day, and I have an interview with Saika tonight. Now, can you each tell me your name, the position you play, and how long you've been in the band for? Hi, I'm Jessica, and uh, I started the band back in 2011. I am the lead vocalist. I'm Greg. I play guitar, and uh, we, uh, I guess I started when you started, so yeah. three years. Yeah. And I'm Anthony. I'm the newest member. Uh, I play bass. I started in August. And we also have a member of the news team here. Would you like to uh, say a few words about yourself? Uh, my name is Natalie. I just joined the news team this year, and I'm excited to be a part. Excellent. Now, is this your first story you're covering, or how many uh, stories have you covered in the past? This is my first story, but I'm very into the music in Montclair, so soon there'll be more. Excellent. Now, can you each tell me a few words on your musical history? Um, hmm. Well, I started in the theater, <laughs> in musical theater. And um, I was like, I was like a theater kid. And then um, I got really into writing my own stuff. I come from a very poppy world, as well as a musical theater world. And that's where most of my background sits. But then um, once I met Greg, I don't know, it kind of took off into a different realm. And he kind of showed me into the world of metal. And uh, that changed my outlook on music entirely. Yeah, I'm Greg, and um, so I, I pretty much, I come from a metal background, so I heard Metallica, and that was pretty much it for me. So I started from there when I was like 10, and then that was it, and kept moving on to Kill Switch Engage kind of stuff, and now we're doing Psycho stuff, so it's <laughs> like a dark pop metal kind of thing. My parents did, uh, well, I did grow up on a bunch of classic rock, like the first concert I ever went to, my parents dressed me up in work boots and a leather jacket, and I went to see Def Leppard. I was literally three years old. Like, the only thing I remember from that concert was the ice cream truck afterward. I think it was at PNC, but <laughs> but yeah, I was I was raised well on good music. Mm-hmm. And uh, Anthony? Yeah, I started from a classic rock and classic metal as well, and then I started getting into more modern music, uh, like pop, punk, hardcore, and uh, I've actually played uh, in a metalcore band before these guys picked me up. So, a bunch of everything. Now, Natalie, let me hear your uh, musical history. Well, my first favorite band, I guess, would be Blink-182. But from there, There I've stemmed out to other pop punk, then bands like Alt-J or Joyce Manor. So, all around, basically. Now, I I want a a different answer from each of you. Can you tell me about, like, why you think college radio is important? It gives the underground some above ground, I'd say. It uh, it lets the uh, the little population know that tune in that there's still some awesome bands out there and they're working their way just like every other band did. So I think it's a step in the big direction, I'd say. Yeah, there are some really notable bands of today that have started on college radio. God and forbid even did that. Oh, really? With, with SOU, I mean, Wait, wouldn't it be um more like RSU? Because that's Rutgers Radio? Rutgers? 
Oh. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, keep in mind, God forbid's from the New Brunswick area. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of God forbid. Right. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I heard them on SOU all yeah. the time. So, I'm, so, yeah, you're right. So, I, I'd say uh, RSU, too. Huh. Yeah, I mean, like, there's, there's so many crazy, like, houses that have basement shows and different bars and things like that. Even, like, the Court Tavern's a fun place to see a show. Mm-hmm. Right. I last had you on my program in August of 2013. What have been some notable accomplishments that have happened for you in the past year or so, Saika? Well, we released our EP. and um, Last April, right? Yeah, last April. So it's been a bit, but we're, we're working hard on new stuff right now. Um, last April. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, we had a couple of really good performances. We opened up for In This Moment and Butcher Babies at the Webster Theater in Hartford. Uh, we opened up for Lacuna Coil and Eyes Set to Kill and Sick Puppies, Sick Puppies at the Palladium in Worcester. And uh, that was a very, very good show. Um, just And that was Revolver's Hottest Chicks and Hard Rock Tour, so we're hoping to do something like that again this year. And uh, we've also come a long way. We're in Manhattan a lot right now. We're working at a pretty notable studio called the Log Cabin Studios right on 34th Street and we're very very excited to be working there and that's all happening within the past couple of months everything's kind of come to life for us this this vision that we're having is all kind of being realized how close to Penn Station is that studio it's like a couple blocks not even it's like a block Wow, that must be insane booking uh, studio time there. Then. Oh, yeah. oh, you look crazy. out the window and uh, NSG's right there. Yeah, you see the garden. Yeah. <laughs> the garden is in view. <laughs> you ever have, like, any plans on, like, maybe hitting up the garden to, like, get, like, on an opening slot or something maybe in, like, a year or two? Oh, hell yeah. I don't see hell why not. Yeah. I think, I think there's a little bit more politics involved with hitting someone up for that. But, yeah, ideally that would <laughs> yeah, be great. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of uh, payments for that. Well, okay, there's there's always, like, an in to these situations. So, uh, like, for instance, Lady Gaga, right? I'm a big fan of Gaga, and um, I've kind of come in contact with a few of her people, and um, one, of, one of her friends right now is actually going to be touring with her internationally, and I always thought, you know, if you can make a friend, if you can make a major friend like that, friends in high places, you never know where, you're, where you will end up. Indeed. So you never know. Like next month, we could be playing the garden just because of somebody we knew. <laughs> Maybe she's gonna make yeah. the garden. She's gonna put us on the garden. Yeah. Maybe yeah. know anyone. <laughs> Maybe the Wellmont Theater too. Yeah. Have it anything? This is good. Live Nation AG sponsored. Battery Electric. I mean, uh, Bowery Bowery presents. presents yeah. Yeah. But I mean, wouldn't it be like the next big step would be like Irving Plaza? And then maybe Terminal Five, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean we're doing we're doing a lot of venues right now that are along the lines of Starland Ballroom. So, like that Lacuna Coil show that's coming up for us. That's an, at uh, Upstate Concert Hall, which is like a, I'd say like a, I'm guessing I'd say like a three grand, like a, I'd say mm-hmm. right, it could hold three three thousand people. So stuff like that we've been getting a lot of. We just we're confirming a Pop Evil show at Gramercy right now too. <laughs> so that happened about an hour ago. Wow. Like, how much of a drive is it to get to the uh, Upstate Concert Hall? Three. Two and a half hours to yeah, three hours. Half. It's it's right outside Albany. Mm. Almost, so. Yes. How close to Kingston is that? It's I'd Kingston. say about, I'd say um, half hour. Half hour. Probably. Yeah. Now, 
I notice you have a different bassist as well as you're looking for a new drummer. Has the sound mm. of your band changed all that much? Um, yes. The answer is well, yes. <laughs> well, Explain. I think we've evolved as a band. But um, and I, I always say whenever we have a new player come in, it's like add your flavor, add your color to the mix. You know, we don't want you to just be playing straight up what somebody else was playing on an earlier record. So, you know, we always want we always want that person's personality into it. And I think Anthony, you know, he's totally brought that. So oh, thank you. So, of course, of course, it's going to change with with any new member. But um, yeah, the music and heart and soul, that's still the psycho stuff with Jess writes. And uh, that's like that where the theatrics come into place in that poppy era. And then when I came into place, pretty much when I started writing, you just add that added that little heavy esque kind of tone to it. So I guess that's how it changed a little bit, when, probably when I started to put a little bit of writing into it. Yeah, when we started collaborating a lot more, a lot more this past year, we've kind of, it's kind of difficult, like when you're writing just as an individual, and then finally we came together and started writing more together, and the sound did change a little bit, but but of course for the better. <laughs> now, Anthony, um, tell mm. me about some of the projects you were in right before getting into the lineup of Psycho. Alright, so I met these guys back in 2012 that asked me to uh, play bass for them and uh, it was called Broken Hinge. We had a lot of momentum, we were in the break contest mm -hmm. to play skate and surf and we did play skate and surf. Made it to the final round and uh, they voted us in on the wild card poll so we got to play mm. the last day with a day to remember um, a lot of bands like that. Fall Out Boy played the day before, Mayday Parade um, and it was awesome. And then we uh, we lost a drummer and we became pedestals. We had a ton of house shows. We played with Fit for a King, uh, Close to Home, Famous Last Words, and it was great. So, Excellent. Now, I guess if anybody wants to call in to speak with the band, you call in now to 973-655-4256. And remember to turn down the volume on your radio before you get on the air. Now, what does your press kit consist of these days? Um, our list of about 100 shows now. Um, all pictures from our latest photo shoot, a couple of cool quotes, one specifically from R.J. Hale from our first show ever when he said, Jess has some pipes. And I was Hale's like, I'm putting that in. <laughs> I don't think the world knows R.J. Oh, RJ Hale Hill of Hailstorm, drummer of Hailstorm, crazy drummer. Um, what else? And just our latest single, Dirty Secrets. Yeah, all the contact info, social, blah, blah, blah stuff. Social networking stuff, you know. Yeah. Now, what would be a good song to listen to you <coughs> right now? I've got most of your tracks with me right now. Dirty Secrets, definitely. Dirty Secrets. That's our latest and greatest. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Dirty Secrets by Saika. You're listening to WMSC 90.3. This is Japan Nick interviewing Saika on College Radio Day. Stay tuned. Yeah, actually, say a few words. Got two callers, actually. Beep, beep. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, ask the uh, question. Can you hear it? No. Oh, wait, wait. I hear some of Dirty Secrets. Yeah, I, I hear it in the background. Yeah, yeah. Hold on one second. We're having a little bit of technological differences. Okay. Differences. 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 Okay. Here we go. Question is for Micah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So is there somebody there I can ask a question to? 
Yes. Yeah. Yes, we're here. Yeah. It's like you have to keep switching it. I don't know if that's going to be effective. <laughs> I think we should just like sort out that issue. Yeah, I'm sorry. I hear something. Huh? So, um, next caller, what's up? Uh, yeah, I just got a question for uh for the band, and uh, this is Joey DeMeo. I just want to know what you, who you guys think the Kings of Metal are. Definitely not those Man of War chumps. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what? Wait, what'd you say? I said definitely not that those Man of War chunks. I would say Lightning Lord. I'd say Lightning Lord. Uh, ah, uh, okay. All right, thanks. Yeah, no problem. Other caller now. Um, who's on the line now? Phoebe Snow. Hi. Hey, Phoebe. Hey. Phoebs. <laughs> What's up, Phoebs? What was your favorite place to play at? Favorite one yet. <laughs> the hub in Long Island w had a really cool back room. So for, you, for you, right? For me, for that you, was okay. like the third show I played with you. Right, right. True. Now, Phoebe, do you mean, do you mean um, the biggest place, the the best fan experience-wise? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'd say I'd go Slash easily. Yeah. I'd say playing <laughs> with Slash that back in tw 2012 at uh, the Dome in Oakdale. Yeah, the Oakdale Theater at the Dome in Connecticut. Yeah, Hartford? that was... No, Wallingford. Wallingford, that Wallingford, was it. Yeah. yeah, playing with Slash, that was it. Yep. Yeah, that place was awesome. It was wall to wall <laughs> packed with people. It was like five thousand. Five, yeah, about five thousand people. That was cool. <laughs> Thanks, Phoebe. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Please. <laughs> okay, now, I guess let's move on. Um, let's try to get back with uh, the song "Dirty Secrets." Dirty and here we go. Uh, what's your name, caller? Yes, I'm Lisa. I'm calling from Lodi, New Jersey. Hello. Morning. Hi. Lisa? Okay. <laughs> Hi. What's your question, Lisa? My question is for Saika. Um, I would like to know, I noticed she recently dyed her hair blonde. That happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That did happen. I did. It was... It was an impulse decision. One night I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to dye my hair blonde. And the next day, I dyed it blonde. It was like a Jessica Do you like your new blonde. look or your old look? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say uh, uh, I don't know. You know, I like to change it up. At first, I was like, why did I do this? And now, now I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. <laughs> Anything you want to add on That's that, or should we get back into the song? Attempt to. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot for calling. Much appreciated. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> let's honestly try to hear "Dirty Secrets" now. Here is "Dirty Secrets."
All right, we're back. This is WMSC 90.3. It's College Radio Day, and it's Japan Nick interviewing Saika. Now, where were we? I believe talking about the press kit? Yeah, that mm. was, that's where we left off. Mm-hmm. How often do you change it up? Every single show, <laughs> just to update it. But, um, and also every single photo shoot that we do, everything new, we like to keep it fresh. <clears throat> Pretty much every time there's something happening, anything big, we just put some uh, fanciness on it and call it a day. <laughs> now, I remember last year you attended something like a horror movie convention at the Sands Bethlehem Casino in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Have you gotten a chance to be a part of anything similar to that in recent months? Well, actually, we have a show coming up on... 24th. The, yeah, October 24th at Blackthorn 51 in Queens, and it's an industrial rock horror show, so we're really excited to be a part of that. Who else is going to be on that bill? Um, it was supposed to be Anesh. Right. Oh, you mean from uh, KMFDM? Yeah, yeah. uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he's really cool. I mean, like back in the 90s, I just like worshipped KMFDM, mm-hmm. and that was just like the band that, that really came made me care about music and then I found out about ministry with Mike Scotchy and then discovering rigor mortis and it was just like mm-hmm. wow thrash metal is like the most brilliant thing that ever was made so. right yeah also on the bill that day uh, or that for that show is uh, Crystal Noir and the Obscurity she's a good friend of ours she actually did our makeup for our music video and uh, she has her own band too so it'll be a good day now what time are you gonna end up playing that Halloween show at the Blackthorn um, nine o'clock. Yeah, nine. Nine forty-five. Oh, actually. Okay. Now, I guess um, I I hear you've been re- visiting some new recording studios as of late. Can you tell me about some of those uh, sessions? Well, um, like we were talking about earlier, there's this one studio that we're at called the Log Cabin Recording Studios, <coughs> and um, it's a part of the building Manhattan Center, which houses the Hammerstein Ballroom and the Grand Ballroom and really like some of the premier studios of Manhattan. They also have a couple of TV studios. So basically they have any resource that an artist could possibly want. And um, currently right now we are working on a project with two very important people. Um, To make a long story short, back in April, I would say, I made friends with Constantine Maroulis, who is currently the lead star in Rock of Ages on Broadway. And uh, he is also famous from American Idol and uh, a bunch of other things. But um, so we made friends and I was like, well, I have to, you know, I have to see if I can work with him somehow. And I I pitched the idea of doing a duet with him and um, he loved it. So we brought him to the studio as well as his friend Kareem Jesus Devlin, who um, was Lady Gaga's guitar player on the Monster Ball tour and did the international tour and also played on her Born This Way album. And so Constantine and Jesus have a project together. And so now we are working with the two of them at the Log Cabin Studios, which we're very, very excited about. Now, how many recordings did you lay down that, like, you know that I want to put out this song? Well, we have, you mean of, like, previous stuff? Or? No, no, I mean just on these recent sessions at the Log Cabin. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, um, right now we have a lot of stuff in the works. Like, um, Greg and I write over at the cabin a lot. Like, just the vibe there is magical. It's unbelievable. 
And um, Greg also has his own studio in Roseland called Forbidden Studios, and that's where previously we did all of our work, and we're, we still continue to make rough mixes out of his studio, and um, we write there a lot. But, I mean, how much stuff do we have? We have like, right now we have like eight at least un- unfinished songs, yeah. and we're in the middle of a publishing, well, some kind of like arrangement that's going on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we have a deal, a potential deal on the line with Manhattan Center right now. Right, so we're so we're just waiting to have a bunch of songs to get them all done at that one point, so we could just nail them all down and just pitch them and see what happens from that. Yes. Now I'm saying. <laughs> yes, we do. Cool. How about them Giants, man? <laughs> Making it yeah. to the next round. Oh yeah, no, we're we're really excited about this deal that's uh, happening because it's. It's really our first real deal that's on the horizon for us, and um, just to be able to work at a studio like the cabin is uh, is really bringing the vision to life. So we're really, really happy about that. When do you expect some of these recordings to uh, end up on a CD or maybe iTunes or something like that? Well, right now we're gonna probably take it single by single because it's what it's what keeps our fans interested just having fresh new music all the time also uh speaking about new music we are working on a covers ep right now and um that should the first song we're releasing will be on october 10th so we're pretty psyched about that now is that the lacuna coil cover yes yes Yes, it it is is. Mm -hmm. now have you had any shows um that you got to play with lacuna coil yeah, we we took that one with the yeah. uh, revolvers, uh, the gold, the, the hottest <laughs> chicks in hard <laughs> rock tour. So was it was it sponsored by Golden Gods or something? That's why I keep making. Uh, it up. might have been, yeah. Either way, yeah, we played with that that show in Worcester, uh-huh. mm. Massachusetts. Massachusetts, with uh, Sick Puppies, Lacuna Coil, and I Set to Kill. So we, we never. It was like a side stage kind of thing. There was the local stage and whatnot. So, but now we're direct support for the October yeah. 11th show. So Talk we about get it to more play later. main stage. Uh, <laughs> Tell me about, like, the inspiration and everything like that around Dirty Secrets. Um, that song, I feel like that's that's for me to know and for you to interpret the way that you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well, dirty? Yeah, Dirty Secrets. It's a secret. Yeah, right. It's pretty dirty. What does it mean to you? Dirty Secrets? It's, uh, I mean, uh, Jess doesn't like to share her lyrics for me either, so, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm scared to know what it means, so I'm just going <laughs> to just let her do her thing with that mm. and... See what happens for the next one, and probably like, come around the same circle again. <laughs> like I said, I, I have like I have an alter ego, mm-hmm. and um, scary. <laughs> yeah, it, it comes to life on stage and through the music and stuff. So I can take a topic, like I can be like a like I can have like real emotions, like I can be I could feel love or something, and then I, and then my alter ego just like twists it and makes it kind of creepy and artistic, and that's where like all of this stuff comes from that other side so <laughs> with sweet temptation i really dig the recurring melody on that track um Thanks. greg tell me about writing the instrumentals on that i was just chilling in a studio at architect in butler new jersey where we pretty much spent most of our time back in the day and i just came i was just playing this this crazy guitar and i just played some riff and it started off some like egyptian kind of thing i figured this could be cool so i just figured that was the theme they said the re- that reoccurring riff and whatnot. So I was just thinking something heavy, something simple, something commercial, something that's a little creepy, like that whole like mm-hmm. a harmonic minor kind of feel. 
And then we put we gave it to Anthony to put some bass on, and we put it together, and we got a nice full sound. <laughs> the first time I heard it, I was like, that sounds Egyptian. Yeah. <laughs> and it was done. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was done. That's a great story. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and then we gave it to the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> I guess let's check out Sweet Temptations now. Cool. This is Sweet Temptations by Saika. You're listening to WMSC 90.3. Uh, we're doing an interview with Saika today, and it's college radio today, too. So yeah. up the horns for college radio today.
Hey, this is WMSC 90.3. It's 7.45 p.m. And you're listening to College Radio Day with my interview with Saika. Now, yeah. tell me about the writing on that song. I really, like, I was talking to Greg earlier and just, like, I could totally tell, like, some of the King Diamond and Fate influence on the guitars there. <laughs> oh, yeah. That whole Into the Coven kind of Egyptian, Phrygian-esque kind of feel to it. And, uh, yeah, I, I took a trip back to the... Uh, it's in denial, and I think I wrote that. It was pretty sweet. <laughs> but but the, yeah, the, the lyrics, Jess could take that, but the oh, lyrics yeah. really put <clears throat> that together. The lyrics for that song, just they were just flowing. It's not Egyptian. Once, but no, they're, they're not Egyptian. Pretty American. Or hieroglyphics. <laughs> yeah. But I actually, <laughs> oh my God, you guys. Mm. In the live performance, I like to tell like the little story before it. And um, it's all about giving into your sweet temptation. And um, the first verse tells a story of a girl named Lucy who is just living a poor life. She doesn't have anything she really, really wants. So she comes to me, and in the song, I am the devil, and she sells her soul to me. And then in verse 2, there's a man named Jekyll, and, um, of course, I used, like, the Jekyll and Hyde thing. But um, – he he's just living the conventional white picket fence family wife and kids kind of life and all he wants is the ladies and uh so he comes to me and he sells his soul for all the women and um then the whole song kind of comes full circle with you know just giving into your sweet temptation it's a little evil anthony um yes. were you around during the writing of that track no, I've been around for some of the recent writing, like uh, we were all jamming today on a new song, but uh, I wasn't really a part of uh, what was going on earlier. Well, tell me about this new song you were working on. Mm-hmm. Uh, this new song? I don't know if I know enough about it to <laughs> talk about <laughs> it. Well, no, no pressure. Just, yeah. just tell us what you know. What is it called? Uh, we just oh. started playing it on acoustic, uh, you know, working on the chorus. Jess had the keyboard out, and Greg and I like going back and forth trying to just hook everything up. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a really poppy kind of heavy song it's like it's really britney spears meets like yeah like like uh what is it britney's like spears meets the lacuna coil maybe i'd say yeah the the chorus is so poppy i came up with it yesterday and i uh i can't get enough <laughs> yeah, it's wanna... like a cannibal corpse meets britney, britney spears, spears That's yeah, a good one. yeah. Uh-huh. there's a huge contrast there yeah right now <laughs> tell me about yes. this set list that you're planning for the night well, Pretty much our live set yeah, that we've been doing the past two shows because of this whole lack of drummer situation we have. We um we we've set uh, three shows past three mm-hmm. shows and mm-hmm. uh so we just been doing our normal set that we'd be doing just on wild and acoustic. Right. Yeah. yeah, just our regular electric set, just on these wooden things. <laughs> yeah, switched really out my wooden. bass for the acoustic and uh, just joining Greg on guitar. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we've just been doing the normal sets, like five and, songs. And, uh, right, we do we do Dirty Secrets. Well, no, we do the full EP, and then we do Sweet Temptation and Dirty Secrets. And, like, supposing, like, would you ever want to have, like, somebody like maybe Mark Ludis or somebody else just come by with, like, bongos or something for the acoustic set? Or oh is my that God, uneven yeah. worth yeah, it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. If, yeah, if Ludis, I would have yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Let's make I it wish, happen. I wish you would have. Ludus, if you're there, step up. <laughs> yeah. Ludus. You know where we are. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your song Slave. What was that about? Uh, Slave came from a very uh, Nine Inch Nails closer. There's 
a chick that I love. Her name is Porcelain Black. She did this song, King of the World, that was kind of like something that I drew inspiration from in that song. But it's a really like S&M kind of dark feel to that song, Slave. Um, there's really no metaphor for it. If you if you hear the song, you'll <laughs> you'll get it right away. <laughs> okay. Now, with Beautiful Nightmare, tell me about that song. Uh, Beautiful Nightmare was... This is going back, actually, a while, but uh, Beautiful Nightmare was, like, the first song that I sat down and I was like, what is our sound going to be? Because prior to that, we were we were playing songs that I wrote, like, on the fly. <laughs> like, Greg remembers it was, like, they were just, like, I don't want to listen to the stuff <laughs> we played earlier. <laughs> but, no, I sat down and I was like, you know, if this band is going to be anything... I need to write out in adjectives what we're going to sound like. So I just, I lived it. I made I made that sound, the idea of combining the pop with the metal, like a metal dark pop sound. I made it my life. And um, Beautiful Nightmare was the first song to kind of erupt from that. And um, I just think that the, uh, the vocoder in that song is what makes the song, like the synths and everything. It just gives the song its own like creepy kind of dark feel and then I, I wrote that song and uh basically it was based off of the vocoder and then the synths and lyric and melody and then greg came in and just like killed it on guitar and added his wicked metal guitar into it and um i don't know it all came together and of course with ludus drums yeah 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 <laughs> you're not jack come back <laughs> <laughs> Now, did we get a chance to talk about your Lacuna Coil cover yet? No, no, yeah. Not really. in detail. Yeah, we're doing a Lacuna Coil cover. It's called Strip the Darkness from their uh, second, yeah, their, it was a, not their current, the one before it album. And uh, it's just about their most popular song right now. So we've just been trying to nail it to the T. We really want to make these covers sound exactly like the, um, the song so people could hear how good we could have the ear to match up with them and to make it our own in our little psycho way mm -hmm. we're also doing a full covers ep to go along with the lacuna coil song but the lacuna coil song is the first that we're dropping off of that ep so the rest are soon to be announced right how how many covers are you going to have on this ep uh six 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 can you give us any more hints? Like, are these all American bands, European bands? All female fronted. Mm -hmm. All female fronted mm. rock. And then one that's completely just out there. Yeah, so five female, are like the female. female fronted hard mm -hmm. rock, and uh, one that's totally from a different realm. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a girl, chick, yeah. female. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's a. That'd be sweet. <laughs> now, tell me about how your. Um, Hub Billiard Club show went in Island Park, New York, back yeah, uh, earlier in the yeah, month, September sure. 6th. Seems they be having a good old yeah. time about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Long Island's a beautiful place. Love that we got the opportunity to play there. Billiard Club, there's like a venue up above there. Uh, sweet back room, sweet room in general. And uh, we met some pretty great friends there that we have played with uh, at a later date at Dingbats in Clifton. Hmm. So yeah, That was for the kill. But yeah. um, we um we that show in the hub we opened for Arch Enemy's ex guitarist Chris Amit, and um, who else was there? It wasn't uh, Stump right? That wasn't no, the no, show, no. right? Switchblade Serenade. Switchblade, yeah, friends in Switchblade Serenade. And yeah. That whenever we play in Long Island and to, we, we, when pretty much whenever we play for this promotion company called Andrew pa Power Music, 
it's like one big family of the same bands and then a couple different ones and it's just a good pretty much hello to everybody again yeah, we're, cause really we're, cool. we're the farthest out of all the bands I'd say distance wise mm-hmm. everybody else is from New York then we come there and then we just jam out uh-huh. it's a cool community a community of musicians like just seeing them every I don't know few months just rocking out it's fun <laughs> tell me about the September 13th show at Roxy and Duke's Roadhouse in Dunnellan that was awesome Michael uh, Camp yeah uh, Michael Camp is a promoter on the scene who's really really building his <coughs> brand and everything he's Jersey Campfires yeah Jersey Campfires Productions uh He's a promoter. He's one of the only promoters that I know that really, truly cares about the music scene and the music and making sure that all of the bands on the bill fit together and that there's a crowd out there and that the, you know, the venue's good. And he's he's a really, really great guy. And um, we were really happy to play at Roxy and Dukes with with him and a, and a bunch of other bands that day. Lethal Affection. Yeah. Name Rev- yeah, Revolve. No, what was their name? Roulette. Roulette. Mm-hmm. Roulette. Very good band from us, uh, Central Jersey. Yeah, all local stuff. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, what about the uh, concert? Like, what are you going to be preparing for, like, with the Lacuna Coil show uh, Saturday, October 11th? Mm-hmm. You also Saturday. got Devil You Know and <laughs> yeah. Star Set. Yeah, I'm, some, I'm more psyched to play with Devil You Know. Mm-hmm. I, I, Howard Jones from Pilsovich is the new singer for that band and he's just been about my favorite vocalist of, that got me into this metal stuff so he's been the number one guy for me and uh yeah so we're pretty much going to be having just everything we have a new drummer for this show yeah we hired a drummer from the veer union you hear probably hear them on octane and whatnot mm. and his name's daniel rojas and he's going to be smacking those things he hits them <laughs> hard man yeah so we'll be we, he's so tight he learned them in th- all the songs in like three hours and we're just pretty much going to have our whole set everything that we that we'll be playing tonight but really it's not gonna be anything, no acoustic at all. But <laughs> yeah. and he, he he just brings a, another form of life to this. It's crazy. And I'm sure we'll have a different intro, something huge to walk onto and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Right. What's what's your intro like now? Sirens. Uh, yeah. No. Oh, we, 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 we used to have the sirens. No, now we have. Well, we open up with "Beautiful Nightmare" now, and uh, we have like a cool synth that comes in, and then the whole band just we hits a note and then we i wing. let out a scream and then everybody all eyes are on us and then and we go right into beautiful nightmare <laughs> now tell me about what's going on for the uh teenek mexicali live show oh that was that we just booked that like yesterday yeah, we almost got, yeah like this just we got happened. kicked <laughs> off because they they done goofed but then they uh we, we they got <laughs> us back on <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, luckily we got we got back on that, and um, that's on October eighteenth. Yeah, that's so actually we don't really the know first anything yet about that. That's the first time we're playing Mexicali live though ever, which is yeah. surprising. But I've always wanted to play that venue. It's a good venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like carpet on stage. Definitely <laughs> some carpets. Like I ever pass by Teaneck is when I'm going to Mitzwa in like Fort Lee, and it's uh-huh. just like I always think to myself. Dear God, I hope I don't end up on the GW because it's just like <laughs> when you're going, <laughs> when you're heading that way, it's just like there's that last exit, and uh-huh. if you miss it, you're on the GW, That's and right. it's like, congratulations, you're, <laughs> you're screwed. Back. You're in New York. <laughs> yeah, and not only that, it's like you're gonna pay at least sixteen or twenty dollars to leave New York. <laughs> <laughs> Sit in traffic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now with Arlene's Grocery, um, isn't that like in kind of like downtown? Brooklyn or Queens? It's no, in the that's, village. That's, that's in the heart of Manhattan. 
Village and Oh, I'm thinking of Don Pedro's. Excuse me. Okay. No, we're we're super psyched for the uh, Arlene show. Tommy London of the Dirty Pearls. He puts together these $5 rock shows, they call them, at Arlene's Grocery. And the Dirty Pearls are all friends with Gaga. And um, they, I think they played on her last national tour, too. But, um, but yeah, no, I've been trying to, I've reached out to him a bunch of times saying, like, we'd love to play with you guys. So now he just put us on this show. And um, there's going to be a few cool, notable people there. So it's another just to impress kind of event for us. <laughs> Now, I noticed you're looking for a publicist these days. Mm-hmm. Can you describe the type of candidate you're looking for, as well as some of the prerequisite experience that you want this person to have? Right. Well, um, we are we're interested in having someone that can help us. Well, that can come to our shows and review our shows for us, and maybe blog about us and help us out with with bios and uh, just and maybe even some social media here and there. You know, because we're we're flooded right now with with writing and uh we're just our schedules are packed up and it's really really hard to manage everything so just having somebody else on the team that could help us to promote our stuff a little bit more doing something that they love would be very nice (laughs) now would you like to go back to any questions um anybody not that i can think of how about you guys pretty pretty solid yeah now final words before we get into the uh Live uh, concert. Final words. Risk it for the biscuit, right? Risk it for the biscuit. (laughs) I got nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) Have fun and be yourself. There we go. Yeah. I love trees. Yeah, for real. (laughs) You know what? Trees. I'm going to get really motivational here, but like, just do what you want to do in your life because, like, there's nothing else. Like, I... I dress a certain way now, and I'm I'm so different from how I was. I'm different how I was in high school, and uh, I've changed a lot, I think. And uh, it's all because I kind of like found who I was through music. Like, just just find what you want to do and do it, and just stop talking about it. Just do it, man. <laughs> Stay posy. Yeah. Now let me just play "Beautiful Nightmare" now, just so I have enough time to switch recording CDs. Cool. cool. And here we go. There's no monster in your closet, no monster under your bed. 